Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make Yes, welcome. It's Tuesday night, and it's time for, you guessed it, Blog Talk Radio and the catch on Blog Talk Radio. And um, we are uh, involved in an incredible study right now uh, on the 12 steps and uh, the AA program and, uh, you know, what it what it means not just for people who are uh, uh, alcoholics or drug addicts or people who are in recovery, but what the 12 steps really can say to all of us as believers. That's really what we're exploring. And um, I am writing about this daily in the catch. We're, we're right now on about step eight. We're halfway between eight and nine. And um, uh, then on our blog talk radio show every Tuesday night, we've consistently had a guest um, who can talk to this and given us a different perspective um, on things from their experience with the 12 steps. So it's really been a, a rich experience, I think, and I am learning tons from it. Um, and uh, so tonight is no exception. Tonight we are having back um, one of our most prolific guests just because I love having him on the show and talking with him, and that would be uh, Robbie Goldman from Denver. Robbie heads up Dry Bones Denver, which is a ministry to homeless kids um, in Denver. And... Uh, Every city has its homeless teenagers, and um, uh, Robbie has been led of the Lord to uh, set this program up. It's a pretty phenomenal program, and uh, uh, half the time they're in the streets in Denver. Then they also spend time taking kids from all over the country up into the mountains for uh, for intense training. Um, on uh, wilderness study and the things that they can learn. And then they do a combination experience. They take them up into the mountains for three days, and then they bring them right down into the middle of uh, the skid row, in the middle of the street with homeless kids. And uh, believe me, for uh, suburban kids from, you know, uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, this is a – an eye-opening experience. So it's a unique ministry, but we're going to talk. Uh, I, I called Robbie thinking, you know, I bet he's had some experience with the 12 steps. And uh, sure enough, I was right. So we're going to chat about, um, we're going to continue our theme 
and chat about uh, the 12 steps and what they, what they mean and can mean in our lives. So uh, that's what we're about tonight. I want you to welcome back uh, to The Catch on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back our good friend, Robbie Goldman. Welcome, Robbie. Oh, thank you, John. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys and to especially pick up a topic and uh, just kind of discuss it with you. I really appreciate your phone call and the time to be with you guys. Yeah, this is great. This is great. Um, tell me uh, how the the twelve steps have played into your ministry with 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 homeless kids. Well, I tell you, as we walk through this, one of the you know it, it seemed like a natural place to go, uh, maybe from a probably from a, a self ego thing. It's like, oh, these kids are addicted. You know, it's kind of the the mindset of uh, kind of a fix them, mm-hmm. a, a fix them kind of attitude, I guess. At the beginning, it's like you know that would be a good resource for. It was very much a uh, when I look back on it, it was very much a them idea, not 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 us, you know. It was like them, and, uh, mm-hmm. and then we're realizing that mm-hmm. um, that's not the way the twelve steps works. It's very us oriented, <laughs> and the the room that it creates is is about us, which actually fit the model of our ministry here a lot better to be an us, you know, this is all of us wow. model. And and so um, kind of one of the first step groups that I went through was with our with our full staff. We all just went, we're, you know, went through the 12 steps together and, um, and worked a step study um, with our in, internal staff. And wow. And started realizing the the power of addiction and what it means is not a you know doesn't have to be a substance out there and um, the the things that our mind is addicted to is pretty pretty thing and uh, you know the probably the greatest thing that I I realized I was addicted to is I was addicted to the way I think you know my own thinking mm-hmm. you know uh, yep. really that I have it correct right you know it's the way I think so. You know, breaking that down and uh, realizing my powerlessness and the denial of all the things that the steps took me through was huge. Um, and then wow. um, that was a, that was just a huge um, eye-opening experience um, mm. with the, with what with working the steps, you know, and 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 realizing the spirituality um, that was right there uh, with the with the twelve steps. Um, so as a as, you know, a as a as a staff, you work yeah. it first yourself. Yes. You put yourself yes. through the program. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Before we, oh. you know, and and not and and not to not to become anything. You know, it wasn't an idea. Okay, once we get this master, then we can become the teachers, or um, we, you know, we can become the sponsors. You know, it wasn't. It was just the attitude to go. Let's walk this. Let's walk this, uh, you know. Let's mm. let's walk. Let's walk this good news. Is this gospel? Let's walk it. You know. Let's walk along wow. this good news wow. that we're thinking is out there, and, and is this really good news? And it was, you know, um, and try to have as an open and honest heart as we could with who mm. we were, and it yeah. was it was very yeah. eye opening and, and very, you know, it really brought us together as a family. 
um, to work this, mm. you know. So mm. we, we, you know, it was a mixed gender group, and you know, we worked it that way, and um, it was great. It was wow. a great experience. So that was our first is, is real there, experience. There, was that? Is there? Can you? Is there something? Is there something that you can that stands out? About that experience, maybe one, maybe just one thing you could you could share with us, as some story um, that help us see how it worked for you know what happened with your group. Yeah, what comes to mind is the 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 staff member, the lady that um, encouraged us to to work the steps. You know, she um, she had, she is a been in the 12 steps she's done that through you know, through the different models of celebrate recovery all the different types of models that the 12 steps have been used she's done several of those and led them and so she wanted to do it and so it was kind of a the idea of you know she's the um she's the one that kind of has the expertise and she's going to show us the the way through and you know that she had done this so much that you know mm. surely she's going to just you know I, and then as we started walking through this, my experience with that was that you don't just do the 12 steps and be done. And I, I didn't really, yeah. I didn't have any idea of that, you know, but listening to her, what I learned from her is how much she learned every time about who she was, that it's not, mm. it's, it's like, it's 12 steps that are part of, you know, you're, they're like putting on shoes. You, you put these shoes on to walk and you keep walking. And as you Mm. keep walking, you go along and those shoes wear out, but you just, you go buy another pair of shoes and you keep walking. And because, you know, I was like, what is she going to learn? She's done this so many times. And so, you know, she's going to be our expert. And I was like, wow, the expertise is what she's learned is the humility that, that who she is, is this progression and these steps were just really stepping stones to to keep walking. So what I learned, what we all learned, is this is not a fix it thing. This isn't okay. Once you get to twelve, then you're you know you're you're good. You just you know you you've got your twelve steps. You've got your badge and your your you know your tokens. <laughs> you just keep going. And because I'd always realized people would go out. You know, I've been in recovery now for X years or X days and. That didn't mm-hmm. mean anything to me until I learned that these steps were a constant awareness of how my ego can outrun anything that I think is not controlling me. And so Whoa. I learned as we move through this that I just got to keep walking these steps, you know, and um, that dreaded step five is going to come back up again, you know, that I'm going to have to make accounts for all these things. You know, it's just it's something that keeps going. And so that was my biggest kind of aha moment where I was like, wow, this is, this is it. This is, um, this is kind of the beatitudes of life, you know, this is where you walk. And so that, that was when I really started seeing the spirituality connections with this 12 step thing, you know, um, that whatever I, how I can get hung up in this so fast. So, wow. Yeah. I had to write that one. Robbie, I had to write that one down. Now my ego can outrun anything I think is not controlling me. Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. That was a that that's that's still a kind so, of a constant thing that I battle. 
Okay, so so this is this is something that that we can live with um, over time and come back yeah. to and any any time in our life and and it doesn't have to be and anybody can do it. Is, yeah, isn't that right? I think and should do it. You know, it's it's a. Uh... You know, why didn't why didn't I learn this at thirteen? You know, as I'm as I'm learning how to transition mm-hmm. into to manhood, as you're moving through adult into adulthood, why didn't we walk through this type of thinking? You know, I don't I don't know. I think it was you know it's it's it, I guess it was to me it was one of those them that's the other those people need this. You know, it was yeah, and I it was just blind to the to the to the beauty of of walking through life um, like this, you know, it was always that group that met at church. You know, it wasn't church. It was that group that met at a church. Like, come on, really? (laughs) Yeah. Robbie, just think about, you know, think about the way we usually meet people. It's, it's, hi, I'm, I'm John. And, uh, um, and you, you, you're going to be privileged to, to get to know me. You know, I mean, I am this yeah. or that, or we have a long list of, of stuff that that uh, has to do with it. And here we go. Hi, my name is John, and I am <laughs> and I messed up. <laughs> yes, know? yes, absolutely. Oh, and if that's what not a, what a different, you know, it's, it's like Jesus would say. Yeah, Jesus is. Hey, I'm Jesus, and I'm from Nazareth. That was enough to get him thrown under the bus. You know, <laughs> that's enough right there. <laughs> I mean, he didn't have to say anything else, and people had all the assumptions all lined up of what he wasn't and what he was. But yeah. that's the that's the way he greeted them. Yeah. You know, and, and I just think, I mean, that because people are like, what What is this? What's going to come out of that area? You know, nothing comes out of that area that's any good. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. You're right. That's how we, if we can learn to to see that, you know, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So you, they're going to walk with me. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. You know, that's who he kept calling blessed, though, right? You know, that's, that's yeah. the ones that are happiest. So yeah, I think yeah. this this speaks a language of spirituality that may not have been agreeing with the Western Church's idea of spirituality, but. Man, I think we're starting to wake up a little bit, you know, and starting to see that this language that is written down in these in these steps or in this model is pretty pretty intuitive uh, to life. And so, wow. yeah, it's 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 a wow. it's a big it's a big deal, I think, you know, and I think maybe the biggest yeah. thing is it for us for our street kids here is it it learned how to remove shame. It's a great way to to take the take the shaming words, you know, addict and junkie and all that, and just take those takes the shame out um, mm. out of that room, you know, and that's and, and and out of that time that setting, and that's that's mm-hmm. very tangible. That's a really you know, for it's working with folks that are that really feel invisible. Um, anytime you can be in a room where belonging is the number one uh, need being met. Um, value and belonging and love is is what's surrounding you. That you know, shame. All these other words go. They just don't have a. They don't have any oxygen to, to to keep going. That that gets rid of that. You know, you're kind of faced with that honesty, 
that you're that you honestly do belong somewhere and that takes away the lies of the other world so we found that in the setting of just hanging out with people and and uh, kind of having this mindset of of who we are um and who 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 our actions make us think we are mm-hmm. or our addictions or whatever it is um but that's not who our identity truly is so yeah that's our you know so that's how not, does that yeah. how 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 do we how do we remove uh, shame then um, in a group? How does that happen? What's the what does that look like? You know, I think it's, I think a lot of it is it helps us um, remove what um, you know. I keep I, who we are, our ego, or who we think we are, what is going on. I think when we first of all mm-hmm. we change the language. That's a huge thing. You know, we we make words that are labels. We try to. Um, I go to a church, and one of the main uh, tenets of faith is we try to live and love without labels. You know, we try to mm. remove the labels that are so common. We take those labels and just and, and reframe even our vocabulary that that don't include the labels that are so common. Um, Great. You know, the little mm. things that that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a junkie, and so man, that's just a label. You know, that just puts me in a category. Yeah. So, if you just go, hey, you're you, and just even take the words off. You know what label came okay. next? That's that's the that's one of the first parts that starts removing the shame that come along with those labels. And so, um, just having you know, like I love the, you know, yeah, saying what we are, who we think we are. If it's an addict or a, whatever that's fine i mean you're kind of self you know self identifying but the room doesn't greet you and say hey john the whatever they just say hey john mm-hmm. you know and the labels are okay. dropped when the equality is realized so that's one of the first things about taking the shame away that we found is a is kind of a lesson that the 12 mm-hmm. steps helps us learn you know um and so i love i love moving through that way and you know and it, it led us into looking for um uh, different books you know this um uh, this guy wrote a book called the 12 steps for a recovering pharisee like me once i don't know you might you might have heard of him before <laughs> you know that was one of the truly one of the first 12 step books i read you know and uh, and it really made uh, sense you know that that's one of those ideas that's yeah. one of those you know that's the, that idea of moving through um to 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 recovery, you know, moving through to something. Yeah. Um and then yeah. the book that you and I talked about earlier was Richard Rohr's Breathing Underwater. You know, that was another one yeah, that uh, so we found about just that. Yeah. Tell it's us just a, a beautiful bit book. about that. Well I've I just have read so much that Rohr has written and, and a lot of the listeners probably have heard and read stuff that he has in that that book really, I, I did uh, discover it and read it after we did our 12-step work here at, at Dry Bones and, mm-hmm. and just found found him being able to connect the spirituality of what, of of Christianity, of, of religion or these, you know, things into this spiritual world that said, um, you know, the first thing I kind of got to get out of the way is me. You know, I got to get me mm-hmm. out of the way. Um, 
I looked up a quote that I was trying to jog my memory on stuff, and one of them that I just remember was his, his, his quotes. He says, if we try to change our ego with the help of our ego, we only have a better disguised ego. And I just went, that's exactly, that's kind of his premise, you know. And so, and, you know, I think 12-step wise, it's like if we try to if we try to help our addiction, I've seen our friend, my addiction with, if I try to help my addiction with heroin, with cocaine, we just, it doesn't work, you know. And so when he started realizing, when we, he started being able to pull these things together to say, you know, we have to acknowledge what's, inside of us that's ruined us and they start thinking these other things that um, are trying to really, all we're really doing is trying to control things that we shouldn't have to worry about controlling when we give it over to God, you know? Um, and so I just, that, that book, I, I've used that book. I've co-read that book with uh, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of guys that are incarcerated. You know, we, I would just send, um, emailed him pages, you know, just lessons off of that book about just overcoming that impulsive thinking in a spiritual nature, and mm. and and that's his that's his whole idea is the twelve steps is figured out that that we're right there. We have we have no other thing to do. We have to be be true to who we are, and and admit those things and. And like in his book, he says the he, he takes the title from a poem, and he says it, it's that one day the water overwhelmed us, and what was what we were able to hold off at a distance, this water that we we're able to hold off at a distance, all of a sudden all, all is encapsulated us, and we have to just learn how to breathe underwater. We have to realize where we are wow. and where we are, and just learn to breathe. And that's that's the take spiritually that. The spiritual twelve steps mm. is is part of it. Is we have to mm-hmm. just realize mm-hmm. where we are, and 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 admit it, and start breathing right there, instead of trying to disguise oh, it and wow. control it. And so that wow. that is, is with our kids on the street, with my friends at church, with my friends that are not doing church anymore. You know, it's it's so mm. much the same thing. And um, that's that's kind of where we are, you know. Um, it's a it's a hard it's a hard thing, and uh, the twelve steps are a good hard yeah. walk through that with us. So I love it, and it's it's hard, Isn't that, you know. You know, I've I've been spending uh, I've been spending some time in in the Gospel of John lately, and mm-hmm. uh, in John three, you know, Jesus. Jesus equates his crucifixion to uh, Moses uh, putting the serpent, um, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Remember that mm-hmm. story? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and boy, something hit me today like a ton of bricks with that. The people, there were serpents all over the ground. The people were being bitten. They were complaining to Moses. And Moses complained to God, and God said, "Okay, put a serpent on a pole, make a make it, and stick it in the middle of the camp, and everyone who looks at it will be healed." Mm-hmm. And you go, "Well, 
that's great, God, you know, but why <laughs> didn't you just take the serpents away? You know, you could have just killed right. all the serpents, taken them away. No. Right. No, because because the serpents, what we have with us, they're not going to go away. That's That's the evil right. that's all around us. I am putting myself in the middle of it. Uh, look to me in the middle of everything. You're not going to get mm-hmm. rid of it. Boy, right. it just hit me so hard. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and that's really, yeah, in a sense, it, what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. We we have this, I don't know if it's an, well, it's an addiction. We're addicted to that thinking, too. You know, we're addicted mm. to that thinking that we we can control it or even to the dictator, well, why didn't God just do that? You know, it's like, yeah. but that still puts us in control. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I read, mm-hmm. I read this thing the other day. It said that um, we have created this God that that is out to get us. That we have this, you know, God that. I don't know, he's like an evil, you know, like a two-sided God. If you stand on one side, he's good, but boy, if you mess up, he'll get you. And they they did, again, compare that to that's kind of the God that's like our ego, that's like us. And then how we've mm. created a God that's like that. And then how then we've also created this uh, Holy Spirit version of God that's like, well, but this God is on my side. You know, and so I'm kind of controlling him, and it's like that's our super ego. That's the way we you know, we can, but you know, I'm on the right side of God. And it's like, all that does is push us away from our true self of who we truly are and puts another barrier, mm-hmm. another layer between us and the realities of who we are. Because, you know, we can say, well, God created those serpents. And then, and, and boy, if you step on those serpents and then go, well, no, but God made that serpent up on a stick. And so, man, if God wasn't so mean, we wouldn't have needed that stick anyway. It's like, hang on, back up. None of those things make sense. Mm-hmm. When you look at the way yeah. Christ, who Christ is, you know, it's like we need to back right. up a little bit and look at the Christ and and see how God is, you know, God's love is. It's not that. And that's a lot right. of us trying to just right. superimpose our own self and not be honest with who we are. You know, it lets us it right. lets us not be the honest ones in this in this in this scenario. And that's just not. That doesn't work. That just does not work. Yeah. So we have to yeah. be honest here, about yet, it. And yet, yes, and here is God sticking Christ on a pole, on a cross, mm-hmm. right down in the middle of of an evil world and a messy world and a sinful world, and that's where we are. And, yeah. And that's that's for the whole point of us being able then to look at ourselves as we really are and to get healed and look at him and get, yeah. get healed and empowered. And, uh, oh, yeah. And say, and God's no saying, this is what it's it looks fixed. like. This, no. And God says, this is who, this is what I look like. This is what you look <laughs> like. And this is what I look like. And this is what I will always look like. I'll always look like the one on the cross that says you're mm. forgiven. Always, not just this time or that time or when you've got this addiction or this, you know, or there's no exception to that. If you see, if you see that cross, 
you see the very face of God. You know, you see mm. God. And that's what, you know, God said, you make whatever the biggest mess it is, if you put me in it, it'll always look like this. It doesn't, it doesn't look like wrath and fury and hatred and anything like that, the other, that people are peddling. You know, it looks like mm. the, the Christ that says they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them. That's, and it does it every time. And, and it can't do mm-hmm. any other. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Um, I was looking at, um, I was looking at another Richard Rohr quote from Breathing Another Water in this very ish area it says that, that we have to be honest and not defensive. The issues are now too mm-hmm. grave and too urgent. Our own, our inability to see our, our personal failure is paralleled by our inability to see our institution and national failures as well. It's the identical mm-hmm. same, it's the, it is the identical and same pattern of addiction and denial. He says, thank God that Pope John Paul II introduced into our vocabulary words like structural sin and institutional evil. It was not even part of the conversation in most Christian history until now, exclusively concentrated on personal sins. You know, he just said, I love the way he just says we, we, we have to, it's too grave and too urgent. You know, we can't ignore mm-hmm. this anymore. We have to be realize that we are, like you said, standing in that field. You know, let's be honest where we are and stop trying to, you know, not say what it is that we're seeing and that that's part of us, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's amazing yeah. to me. Um, but yeah. we, have to, we have to really be honest. I guess that's what you were saying. We have to be honest about it. Yeah, the honesty is so yeah. important, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, Robbie, um, 30 minutes went by really oh, fast. Oh, I know. It's too fast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> too fast. And... Uh, it's fun it's stuff, so good stuff. Huh? Yeah, really good stuff. I, and I liked I, I liked it as much for what you told us right off the top um, that the twelve steps is not about them; it's about us. Boy, what a what yeah. a beginning right there. And, yeah. Uh, so I hope we've got a lot that we got from this, and I I just uh, appreciate it so much. And um, we uh, we continue to pray for your ministry, and um, we'll we'll just say give give us one thing we can one thing we can pray for right now specifically, and I'll put it uh, get it to our prayer warriors. Well, specifically our transition home that we're going to be having uh, okay. young folks live in for a year. Uh, we are at the point of permits. And it's uh, getting a final approval that we can move in this month, the end of this month. We're, we're really hoping that comes through. And there's a lot of loose loose ends right there. So, yeah, okay. the, the completion of our permittings for our transition home, for sure, for these young folks. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Number one thing. We will, yeah. We will absolutely. be we will be praying for it. And uh, awesome. I know you got to get to a meeting, so I'll let you go. But thank you so much. Thank you. uh, This time with us, it's been really helpful. You bet. Awesome, John. Thank you so much, and we'll talk soon. God bless you. Okay. Beautiful. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. How's that, folks? That was fun, as it always is. What a great guy. Um, If you ever 
near Denver. Um, check us out. I'll let you know how to find find it. Stop by. Just meet Robbie. See what they're doing. It's a it's a wonderful thing. Um, and uh, what great insight from twelve steps. So God bless everybody. Keep following the cat. Keep listening to Bar Talk. We got some good ones with some wonderful guests coming. God bless you. Take care.